Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode was brought to you by Modi Body. Welcome to The Shit Show. We'll totally accept the results of this great and historic presidential election if I win. Kia ora everyone! Hello! Welcome back to another episode of The Shit Show. Today we are doing a long-awaited episode, a fucking four-year-long-awaited episode. We can finally say that Donald Trump is no longer the president. Well, come 2021, he's no longer the president. Fuck yes, provided he leaves, but we will get to all of that. So today's episode is basically going to be the US election for dummies because that's what me and Ruby are and we wanted to sit down and have a chat about this shit show of an election that we have been following so kind of closely over the past few months at least. Let's get into it. It's a rigged system. The system is totally rigged and broken. This system is rigged. We're competing in a rigged election. This is a rigged election. So, Ruby, first, I just want us to talk about how you felt when you finally realized that Biden and Kamala were going to be it. Relief. But also, it it wasn't one of those really satisfying wins because ah, it, so it was long. so drawn out and also because Trump has been so vocal in his belief that it was rigged and that he still should be the president so there's a huge amount of relief but yeah it wasn't it wasn't quite as satisfying as i wished it to be yeah i agree and i also think obviously we're not in america and we weren't watching all the fireworks and the rallies and like everyone celebrating in the streets so it might have a bit different for us here in new zealand but still thank thank fucking god i know and i think also this is very much coming from my own echo chamber, but it was a lot closer than I had hoped. Yeah. Which Way is quite closer. scary. So what was the um, final count? Well, we can't even really say the final count because, of course, there's still things going on, which is crazy. But at this point in time, Joe Biden has 290 electoral college votes versus Trump's 232 which you have to get over the 270 mark. So Biden did that, Trump did not, woohoo. And then of the popular vote, Biden got 78 million votes and Trump got 73 million votes, which is insane. The highest voter turnout in the history of the US election. Wow. Pretty incredible. And it was by mail for a lot of it. And it was such a high turnout. That's amazing. So what's the popular vote? The popular vote is the total of all votes. Okay. So who got the most votes? 
However, that's not actually how they decide who wins. Basically, in America, there's a system called the Electoral College. And of all the 50 states, they're each given a number of Electoral College votes. And the higher number of people that live in the state, the more Electoral College votes the state gets. So that's why you see California have like 50 and other states have like five. Mm -hmm. It's just because there's a whole lot more people in California. So that's why in 2016, even though Hillary Clinton got more of the popular vote, she still didn't win because she didn't get over 270 electoral college votes. Exactly. <sighs> so so dumb. Basically, the candidate that gets the most votes wins all of the state's electoral votes. So what that actually means is that a candidate can win the election without actually getting the most votes on a national level because different states have certain amount of electoral college votes. That's so, so fucked. But yeah, it's a pretty contentious system now, eh? Definitely. And I think it can be very jarring to see, like in 2016, Hillary Clinton, there were clearly more people, singular people, Mm -hmm. who wanted her as the president, and yet she still was not in that position because of the electoral college system. And didn't Joe Biden get more of the popular vote than even Barack Obama got? Yeah. That's amazing. It just goes to show how this year has really forced people... To turn out. Yeah. Yeah, they've seen the importance of having their say and they've seen the environment that they're living in and how polarised it is and they want to have their say. And, I mean, if anything, that's a pretty amazing feat. Yeah. Well, and the fact that Biden won. So, two amazing feats. I mean, very true. They can walk. So you mentioned before that it was less of a satisfying victory because it took so long to figure out who the fuck was actually going to win. Why did it take this long? Well, I'm glad you asked that, Lucy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Due to the pandemic, more than ever, people use mail-in ballots and early votes. However, each state has different laws for their own counting process. There's no federal law that states exactly how they're going to count their votes. So, for example, in Pennsylvania, early votes were not allowed to be counted before Election Day on November 3rd, whereas states like Texas and Florida could count their votes up to two weeks before Election Day. This meant that come November 3rd, states were at very different stages of counting their votes. Yeah. And Democrats were overwhelmingly more likely to vote mail-in ballots. So that's why we saw in Pennsylvania, for instance, Trump started off with a lead. And then as more mail-in ballots started getting counted and coming through, Biden then took over. Mm. So to sum it up, different states had different voting processes and different ways that they counted the ballots and that is why they really trickled in at different times completely and took up to weeks Fuck for yeah. all the votes to come in. I have been wondering that and like how when you're watching the results some news organizations will project that um, Biden's won a state and other organizations won't and so for a while like the electoral college votes I thought Biden had pretty much, like, won it. And then other organizations were like, no, he's not close yet. It made it so confusing. Fuck, it was so hard to follow. And report on. Like, it was so hard for us to post shit on Twitter. We were like, uh, what does this even mean? Yeah. No, but 
We got there in the end. We did. So what about the Senate, Rubes? So the US Senate, this was another big race in the US election and arguably just as important as the presidential race. So just to like really put it into simple terms, the US Congress is made up of two chambers. There is the lower chamber, which is the House of Representatives, and then the upper chamber, which is the Senate. Although Joe Biden is going to be the president, if the Democrats do not have the majority of the Senate, it makes it really hard for them to pass bills through Congress. Because if the Republicans have the majority, they can vote them out. Mm. So this is, for instance, getting Obamacare through and taxing on the rich through. If the Republicans have majority, they will be able to, you know, stand Slam them down. Exactly. And so the Democrats won the House of Representatives, the lower chamber. However, the Senate was not actually decided in the presidential race. So there are two unfinished races in Georgia where two Democrats are facing off against two Republicans and neither of them got the 50% majority needed to win the race. Basically, in January, they're going to have another vote. Oh. If the two Democrats win these races, then the Democrats will have the majority and control the Senate. If even one of the Republicans wins the race in Georgia in January, then the Republicans will still hold majority in the Senate and be able to control a lot more. Fuck, so can only people in those states vote for those people? Yes, so this is not a national vote. This Mm -hmm. is purely people in Georgia. So if you're from Georgia, vote in January. Yes. Vote for the Democrats. Yes. So, Luce, before we hear from you about if Trump's actually going to concede... Let's hear from our sponsor. Loose. Do you know what I hate? What do you hate, Rubes? Pads. They're so uncomfortable, they always leak, and they're just shit for the planet. And to be honest, I hate tampons because you have to change them so often and buy so fucking many. So many. Well, do you know what fixes all of these problems? Enlighten me. Moddy body. It's literally just underwear that absorbs your period. So bloody simple. Like, why didn't I think of that? Literally, and it's so much better for the environment. Honestly, I hate to think about the amount of waste that goes to landfills just because we get our periods. Did you know disposables can take up to 800 years to break down in a landfill? That's fucking crazy. Moddy Body is the new way to period. Super comfortable and holds up to 10 tampons worth of liquid. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So you really can just go with the flow. If you want some of these bad boys, use the code SHITSHOW15 to get 15% off your own pair of Moddy Body underwear today. Thanks, Moddy Body. 
So thanks for laying all that out for us, Rubes. Now I know who won the election and the fact that we don't yet have control of the Senate. We, as if I am a member of the Democratic Party in the US. But this wouldn't have been the 2020 US election. In fact, it wouldn't have been 2020 without some drama. So Trump is obviously... It's not even that he's not happy about losing the election, is that he's not admitting that he's losing the election, that he's lost the election, should I say. So he has filed a bunch of lawsuits. Oh my God, he's refusing he to concede. He's being a child. Would we have expected anything else? I don't think so. So I think I'm just going to start with some news we got today, which is the latest in the saga where Trump actually seemed to admit that Biden had won for the very first time by tweeting, of course. He won because the election was rigged. And that was at the very start of a long spiel of fake things that Trump was saying. But the fact that he said he won made people go absolutely crazy on social media and in the news being like, Trump's finally admitted it. But then Trump immediately walked it back by tweeting, I concede nothing. So I think he made a bit of a slip of the finger or slip of the tweet by saying (laughs) he won. But despite Trump refusing to acknowledge that Biden had won the election, members of his own administration, which included the Department of Homeland Security's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, have said that the election was the most secure in American history. So, like, Trump trying to say that it was fraudulent and that Biden hasn't won and that Trump's obviously won has been debunked by his own people. Oh, there's no basis of truth behind what he's saying. Like, there's no facts. There's no facts. And this has been proven because, of course, Trump has filed a bunch of lawsuits and he's lost 15 of 16. First of all, a bunch of Trump's lawyers actually resigned when he, when Trump mentioned that he was going to file these lawsuits because they knew that they were ridiculous. But of course, who did Trump put in charge now of doing the post-election legal action? Fucking Rudy Giuliani. Oh, and I mean, if you haven't listened to our Borat podcast, shameless plug, but go and listen to his cameo in that one. It's a real shocker. Oh, a real test of Giuliani's character. So... Trump was filing lawsuits alleging fraud, anything from unverified accusations about the voting process or the counting process or the people watching over all the processes. But most of these cases that he was saying were fraudulent actually wouldn't have even affected enough ballots to make any difference in the grand scheme of things whatsoever. So Trump lost 15 of the 16 cases he's so far filed. Uh, The one that he did win, which was a ruling that Pennsylvania mail-in voters who failed to provide identification on or before November 9th will have their ballots discarded, won't actually affect the current vote count at all. So he won that one because obviously some people couldn't provide ID, but they didn't affect enough to change any of the votes. So pretty much he's filing all these lawsuits just to kind of try and delegitimize his own system. That's exactly right. That's what he's trying to do. Like... And this is what we've seen throughout his entire presidency. He just barks out these fucked up and false, false claims because he knows that the people who vote for him will like back him up no matter what he says and won't even question it. Where I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? So we know that Trump doesn't believe that Biden won, but what actually happens if he doesn't concede? 
The thing is, is Trump's ego might not allow him to concede. So conceding is when, you know, you make the concession speech, you say, I haven't won, but let's be a united country because we're called the United States and actually, you know, get behind our new leader. That's what a good president would do. And that's the whole foundation of democracy, yeah. is allowing people to choose. Exactly. So even if Trump doesn't want to do the formal concession and concede, he still has to hand over power. Like, it doesn't matter. Regardless of whether Trump accepts it or not, he does have to hand over power. January 20th will be Biden's inauguration. So, to be clear, no president before Trump, obviously, because Trump does a lot of firsts, <laughs> has refused to concede before. It's a purely Trump thing. In Forbes, they described it really, really well. They said, Trump loves a show and leaving office feeling cheated, sets up his next act. So Jack Kelly from Forbes has made some predictions. He said that Trump will likely establish a shadow government in exile. So now that he's the underdog who doesn't believe he should have lost, he'll travel the country holding massive rallies with his, like, base, with his mm. fucked up, you know, Trump base. Keep him there. Yeah, and he'll try and establish this new, like, you know, kind of underdog government. Um, there's talk that he might actually start a new digital news site to compete against Fox News, who have said that Trump has lost, so now Trump doesn't like. And also, this is something that I agree with, I reckon Twitter's going to kick Trump off the platform. Because why would you keep him now? There's no reason... Like, you block other users. Jack Dorsey should block Trump from Twitter. That's all I'm saying. And then the next few years, according to Jack Kelly from Forbes, will be another season for Trump's show. Trump will use his rallies and new media online profile to make a dramatic run for the presidency again in 2024. Oh, yeah, he's coming back for sure. He is definitely coming back. And yeah, he will use this to set up his next bid for president or bid for power or new government or whatever the fuck he's going to want to do. But in less dramatic terms... Trump not conceding is also a way for him to outlast his time in office, to make his presence felt even when he's no longer in office. By continuing to insist that the election was stolen or rigged, which leaders like Mike Pompeo, who said there will be a smooth transition to a second Trump term. Yeah. I know, he said that. Republicans like Pompeo continue to insist that the election was stolen. This has really troubling long-term implications. He's prompting all the Americans that voted for him to reject or question the legitimacy of the whole electoral process. He's given the Republican Party and supporters a reason to resist anything Biden wants to do. Like, Biden's agenda is going to be so pushed back on because Trump is spewing that this is illegitimate or stolen, even though it's not. And so, in turn, it could mean that voters start thinking that because the system's so fucked, they're just going to reject future election results, like Trump's doing now, but on a huge scale. Like, Americans are going to start rejecting election results. And it actually makes me a bit scared. It yeah. Makes, it, it feels a bit like a coup. It does, and that's what people have been and calling like a civil it. war. It'll be some sort of uprising from the Trump base. And yeah, him delegitimizing de the whole system doesn't help so yeah in really really layman's terms trump not conceding doesn't mean that he's going to chain himself to the oval office and it doesn't mean that biden's not going to be the president 
It just means that Trump is being a child and he's kind of illegitimizing or trying to illegitimize the whole electoral process so that maybe he can rerun or he can just make his power felt for longer, for years to come. But who knows? That's something we will have to wait and see. Wow. And hopefully Trump, he loses his protection, so hopefully he fucking goes to jail. Well, that's the thing. I've also been seeing a lot of reports of without Trump having the protection of being the president, is he going to be thrown in jail? I actually don't know. Neither do I, but, like, he should be for his fucking 26-plus sexual assault allegations against him. Oh, it's fucked up. Yeah. I know, once again, we've spent the whole podcast talking about Trump, even though there are people that have won and and there's also like amazing people like Stacey Abrams who mobilized such a big part of the black community and people that we haven't done a big shout out for that we know are out there doing amazing things but I just I feel like right now what we need to talk about is whether the fuck Trump's gonna leave and Mm. how he's gonna leave I know and we're just gonna have to keep following that story along because Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna get a bit worse before it gets a bit better yeah It definitely is. But bring on January 2021. Fuck yes. Well, that's all we have time for you today. I hope it broke it down a little bit and you feel like you are... A bit more clued up on what the fuck went down because I feel slightly more clued up after chatting about it. I know. And I'm just so stoked that despite all of this fucking turmoil, we have Biden as the US president. I know. And Kamala as the vice president. We love her. Also, sorry for calling this US election for dummies. We know you guys aren't dummies. It's more because we felt like dummies watching the election, (laughs) trying to figure it out. As always, you guys can find us on Instagram at shit you should care about or at the shit show with a whole bunch of underscores. Our website, shit you should care about.com, and our Facebook group, the shit you should care about squad. See you next week, team. Bye. Bye.